Talks Radio. This is big. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this afternoon, NPP apologizes over Yendi MP's assault on City News' reporter. Police arrest 25 persons for attacking officers at Kwewu. Government drops VAT on electricity set to engage IMF on revenue shortfalls. And in other stories... Only a redrawal of a 15% VAT directive can stop us from demonstrating, Glossag Executive Secretary. This business sports and showbiz is coming in this afternoon's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. The new patriotic party has apologized to City FM City TV and the station's Northern Regional Correspondent Mohamed Aminu Alabira following an attack on the reporter by the party's Member of Parliament for Yendi, Farouk Aliu Mahama, during the parliamentary primary. Mr. Aliu Mahama and his team unleashed mayhem on Alabira while he was covering chaos that disrupted the new patriotic party's parliamentary primary in the Yendi constituency. Alabira made an official report of the incident at the Yendi Divisional Police Command. Mr. Alabira was filing a live report at the time and offered the MP an opportunity to respond to his side of what may have instigated the violence, but instead he received a slap from the legislator. During an interview on the big issue, a news analysis program on City TV, the communications director of NPP Richard Anhiagwa rendered an apology to Alabira and expressed his sympathy. He acknowledged that journalists must be given the needed protection in their line of duties to serve the country, devoid of any intimidation, stating that the party is not known for manhandling journalists. The Northern Regional Police Command on January 29, 2024 took over the investigation into the assaults. Now, the Ghana Police Service has arrested 25 persons in connection with an attack on its officers and the destruction of some properties at Kwewu Bipong in the eastern region. The individuals reportedly assaulted police officers and destroyed properties in the area. The police were called in to restore calm after some residents decided to take the law into their own hands to deal with an alleged murder suspect. The residents were unhappy with the police intervention and pelted stones at them and destroyed their motorbikes. The police in a statement said and a reinforcement team working with the local police have restored calm and things have been normalized while efforts are ongoing to get the other suspects arrested to face justice. The police stated that full details of the incident would be communicated 
in due course now reports suggest that the government has opted to cancel the imposition of the 15 percent value added tax vat on electricity this decision which released consumers from the new tax on electricity bill is said to have been born out of a cabinet meeting february 2 2024 the new patriotic party also posted on its official handle on x formerly twitter that a tax had been dropped sources disclosed that the government's choice to drop the vital on electricity is in response to strong opposition from the trade union congress tuc and other stakeholders despite receiving initial approval from both cabinets and parliament the widespread dissent has prompted a reassessment of the policy the government is now set to engage in discussions with the international monetary fund imf to find a consensus on compensatory measures for the anticipated revenue shortfall resulting from the decision to scrap the vat on electricity while the final decision on the policy remains unsetting insiders suggest that it could either be entirely discarded or significantly reduced after consultation with the imf organized labor had planned a nationwide demonstration february 13 2024 urging the government to redraw the directive to implement the 15 percent vat on residential electricity consumption the labor group have also announced their intent to wear red bands at work from february 5 to february 13 and have hinted at, at the possibility of a nationwide strike if the vat directive is not redrawn after the demonstration in a related development the executive secretary of the civil and local government staff association of ghana glossag isaac bampo Ado, has asserted that the planned nationwide demonstration by organized labor is inevitable unless the government takes prompt action to redraw a directive speaking to the media mr bumpo said no institution particularly the ghana police service can prevent them from hitting the streets on the scheduled date february 13. mr bumpo noted that the his association together with the 35 other organized labor unions will embark on a mammoth demonstration should the government refuse to redraw the directive his statement comes in the wake of the determined stance of the organized labor union to oppose the implementation of the 15 percent value added tax on residential electricity consumption as directed by the finance ministry to the electricity company of ghana and the northern electricity distribution company on the same show the president of utah professor mamudu akudugu dismissed the assertion that workers are being unfair to government in his view it is the other way around since the populace are being suffocated by taxes straight to business interest rate fell for the fifth consecutive week on 
the yield curve according to results of treasury bills auctioned by the bank of ghana this follows an expected ease in january 2024 inflation the falling interest rate is also expected to help reduce the cost of the government's domestic debt marginally the rate on the 91-day bill went down by 30 basis point to 28.29 percent that of the 182-day bill also took a nose dive to 30.79 percent from the previous week's 31.09 percent the one-year bill also dropped to 31.39 percent from the preceding week's 31.79 percent Meanwhile, demand for Treasury bill remains high as the government secures 4.52 billion cities from the sale of the short-term securities. This represented about 58.26% over subscription. The majority of the bids came from the 91-day bill in which the uptake was 1.914 billion cities. This was approximately 42.27%. The 364-day bill followed suits with a subscription of 1.402 billion cities. All the bids were accepted. The 182-day bill also saw bids worth 1.211 billion cities tendered. All the bids were also accepted now to some sports south africa have advanced into the final four of the 2023 africa cup of nations after they defeated kevet 2-1 on penalties following a 0-0 draw after extra time at the charles conan stadium in Yamusokro Saturday night, both teams had chances to find the back of the net throughout an evenly contested 120 minutes, but goalkeeper Rowan Williams and uh, Vozeha each made some critical saves to keep the scoreline blank and send the game to a shootout. And Williams then firmly established himself as the hero of the day, turning away four of the Blue Sharks penalties to see his side advance into the semifinals. Cape Verde had the better chances in what remained of the regulation, regulation 90 and should have snatched victory two minutes into injury time. One substitute, Gilsing, went free in the penalty area, but his powerful effort was taped onto the woodwork by Williams to send the game to an extra half arm. Early in extra time, Vozinha made two fine saves in quick succession to keep out the effort from Milali and evidence before Gilson whipped a shot across the face of goal at the other end. The second half of extra time saw no clear chances at either end, though South Africa suffered a notable injury blow when potential penalty taker uh, Moseko pulled up with a hamstring injury and was replaced by Terence Meshego. Yet the shootout was the dom dominated by the brilliant Williams, who kept out kicks from Bebe Semedo among several others to see his side claim a 2-1 win and advance into the final four of an AFCON for the first time since 
2000. South Africa will next face Nigeria in the first semi-final set for Stade de la Paix on Wednesday, 7th February 2024. Now, straight to some showbiz. Aston Barrett, the bassist of the legendary reggae band Bob Marley and the Wailers, has died at age 77. Family man, as he was known, was born in 1946 and grew up in the Jamaican capital, Kingston. Announcing the death, his family said Barrett had been through a long medical battle but gave no details. He was a key figure in the growth of reggae. He played on nearly all the Wailers album as well as for Burning Spear, Peter Tosh and many other acts. In a social media post on Saturday, Barrett's son Aston Barrett Jr. said, with the heaviest of heart, we share the news of the passing of our beloved Aston family man, Barrett, after a long medical battle. Aston Barrett first gained fame as a member of the Upsetters, the backing band of reggae pioneer Lee Scratch Perry. And that's how we draw curtains on the Midday News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum and I say thanks so much for making time. Good afternoon. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big.